It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on this glorious Tuesday. Al, how you bees? Oh, hi, Jerry. I had a lot of people reach out to me yesterday, both uh, family members and people on social media, because of a news story that was going around about them, but the town where I live, Bradley Uh-oh. Beach. What's this now? That there was uh, two sinkholes. Really? Yeah. Big? They didn't seem very big, but I guess there's, it's still a concerning thing with the sinkhole. Yeah. Uh, both were on the beach area. Hmm. Um, now they said, I, I, I wrote down like, where does the sinkhole come from? And it said, uh, there was a breach in an outflow pipe under the sand. I guess, I don't know, the pipe broke or something. And yeah. then, the, 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 but people get very worried about and the sand holes. sucks in, right? Yeah, sucks in. Dude, that's brutal. Yeah. And then there was another part a little further on up the road where it happened. I'm not going to fall into the ocean, am I, Jerry? Not into the ocean, but you could be you could basically be covered and suffocated in sand and no, die that way. But yes, that's like if you were just walking along. Yeah. Which actually happened in I think happened, it, I, there were kids that were digging a hole, I forget Tom's where. Tom's River, I think. That where it was. Yeah, where they they dug like an 8 to 10 foot hole in the sand and then it all caved in on them. It's horrible. Got to be careful. Yeah, no thank you. But yeah, this stuff with the sinkholes is very alarming. Yeah, it sure is. It's weird even when it happens like on a highway. Yes. How does that happen? I don't know. The infrastructure is not good. I don't know. I don't don't know. I wonder about that all the time. Like when you look at, especially if you see Manhattan from the sky. Yeah. Or a photograph from the sky or if you're on a plane or something. And you see the amount of weight from buildings and all in this tiny little piece of land. Who's to say that piece of land goes all the way through to the earth, like through the middle of the earth? I don't know. What if it to the just, core? What if it right? What if it just goes down ten feet? I don't know. I, it's a great question because we certainly, uh, I'm not going, getting on my soapbox here, but we certainly abuse the planet. We know yes. that, and I don't think. And watching that that docu series that I was watching about Rockefeller and, and guys like that from the early 1900s, and they have the images of what it like used to look like, so peaceful and flat, and oh, yeah. calm. And now you add, you know, bridges to get to different, you know, land areas, islands, and uh, and you start building up and up and out. It's like, wow. And we have 330 million people on this planet now. Yeah. Or maybe that's just the United States. I don't that's I just it was 700 million. No, I think there's a billion people on the planet. Yeah, it's there? at least, yeah. There's 330 million people in the United States. Let's see. I'll tell that you. That seems right. like a lot of people, Jerry. Um, Most of them are here in New York, in the tri state area. What is the approximate population of the Earth in 2022? Ooh, so Google tells me, yeah, we're both stupid. What is uh, it? Eight billion. Eight billion. Yeah, but I do believe 330 million is the number for people in America. Uh, okay. What is the? I'll find I'm right a now. real. What American. is the population in the United States in 2022? Good one, Jerry. I like it. 332 million. Oh, I was almost, so you I was nailed almost that. there. I was almost nailed it. Pretty good. Almost nailed it, Jerry. Yeah. Pretty so good. I'm a little concerned about sinkholes. Like, what if my condo goes into a sinkhole? Oh, okay. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, that would be a bit concerning. I'm not worried about walking into a sinkhole because what are the chances of that? Right. But what if it, what if under my condo is just sand? Your condo would collapse. What if it's just sand under there? Yeah. You'd collapse. Moist. Is it like because Moist sand? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Would my insurance company? What would my insurance company no, pay me if my I don't know if my condo fell into You're a in sinkhole? You're in a high risk area. Interesting. So I don't know. Would they have to give me fair market value for my home? I don't know the answer to that. If I fell into a sinkhole, maybe. What if my car fell? All into right, a enough sinkhole? with the sinkhole. You're not going to fall into a sinkhole. Stop it. Yeah. So Is they've it possible? Got it, yes. Is it going to happen? No. They've got it blocked off right now, so that you can't fall into a sinkhole. I mean, honestly, Chris, this guy is like. In Bradley Beach. Dr. Doom over here. 
I'm just a little every, well because my mother sending me I hear things I and J.com reporting. I got to be honest. I'm not even being. I'm not even being funny. If I was your mom or your, I'd be more concerned with the dog walkers stalking you and punching you in the face, or the pliables people coming and attacking you than you falling in a sinkhole. All they're all dangerous situations. Yes, they are. There. Yes, they are. I'm dealing, or the person who I yelled at to pick up their dog poop. I, I mean, said the dog guy. Oh, that dog, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Legitimately, Jerry, if I wound up assaulted, there'd be a list of potential. Yes, it would not be an easy case to crack for the Bradley Beast, Blad, Bradley Beach Police. But they also wouldn't be like, we have no idea who could have done this. No, you have a very good idea. Like, the, in, the population of Bradley Beach. Let's start like, there. <laughs> do we start citizens? <laughs> Should we start a list of people that we're pretty sure this could be? Oh, man. That's might, possible, Jerry. Might be a big list. All right, so there are a sinkhole. Uh, secondly, I was reading that... Uh, you could stop that sentence I was reading. Bull crap. Bull crap. Uh, well, I was reading an article about... Uh, this TikTok sounds like trouble. Like, people find things... Like, like different things start going on on TikTok okay. where, where it's like everyone starts trying it. And supposedly... Police in certain uh, parts of uh, the country are, have been putting out. You know how you've heard like uh, thieves are stealing cars using the key fobs. Yes, people leave the key fob in their car. Yes, or it's even close by in the house, and somehow they've got a piece of equipment that connects. Interesting. To here's a here's one that Kias and Hyundai's. No, I don't have you on those with a push button start. Yes. There are people on TikTok that show you how you can start the car using only a USB cable. Oh, God. What? Yeah, I don't want to know. I mean... A USB cable? No, I don't have those cars. Yeah. So I'm, and I, my, mine still uses a key, thankfully. That is cool. And my car is not a 2008. Like, it's a 2017, I think? Yeah. Or 16. I forget. So now it gets really old. I love the key. My 2016 that I had had a key. It did. I, but the, when I traded in for the 18, mm. got a push button. Got it. It was weird when I had the key. I was like, why do I have this key for? I Everyone like else key. got the push button. But the key the key is key, Jerry, because key no one's going key. to right. use a USB cable to start your car. You wouldn't think so. Maybe they use a tree branch. <laughs> do your kids like uh, TikTok? Yeah, Joseph does. He does. Yeah. What does I, don't, he watch I think Matthew. I'm not even sure. What's that? What does he watch on there? Uh, I don't know, but I can tell you this is where he finds all his YouTube shows from. So this is similar to like Mr. Beast situation yes. on YouTube where he they... learns of these people. They post short, funny videos, and then they say, check us out on YouTube. And then he checks them out on YouTube, and now he's watching their show every day. Oh, so it's like a cool little promotional it's a promotional piece. Yeah. Yes. It's not... But I mean, you're talking about, you know, TikTok followers in the millions. Yes. For these kids. I know, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unreal. I don't know how they become so popular. I guess you have to be of that age to where that age is the majority of the TikTok users. Like, I think it's hard for 50-year-old people to... I'm not saying you can't. You, of course you can. But I don't think it's as easy to build an audience on TikTok if you're 50 as opposed to if you're 14. Right. Or 16 or 17 where you're still young and hip. As opposed to old and it's almost over. Right. Which is where the category I'm in. We're kind of in that category. Right now. Uh-huh. Maybe like my YouTube would... channel has 22 subscribers. Jerry. Not 22,000 or 22 million. 22. Yeah. No zeros. I did a uh, start of the YouTube where I was dumping all the videos that I was yeah. posting on social media. I think I have 190 followers. Like, it's nothing. I put up a video. It's got seven views. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Seven? That's why. Yeah, I, I definitely have a video on there with seven views. Wow. But on like Instagram, I get a lot more. Yeah, like I get ten thousand. So bother with the YouTube then. Yeah, but I, I yeah, I feel like I. Like what's the point? I'm not sure. I don't know what the point is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to delete all of them on YouTube because it feels silly. Right, you're like almost, I go to my page. Like you're embarrassed by it's it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Which is what I feel like if I started a TikTok. It'd be, I hear you. I'd be like, uh, you're on the radio. You have. 18 subscribers <laughs> to your TikTok channel. Like, I just, and that's not where my audience is. No, I know. That's you know? The, exactly. That's like, it, right. I've found out my audience is Twitter and Instagram. Right. That's it. And so just focus on that then. I did see a thing a couple of months ago when uh, KFC Barstool was trying to build up the YouTube channel. I right. guess he had gotten 
you know, the company said, hey, you got to start building up this YouTube channel. He said he was talking on Twitter about it, just saying how impossible, like it's so difficult to build an audience on YouTube. Yeah. Now it seems like, I don't know. I don't know what. And then there are some people that have, even on Instagram, whatever, have all these uh, followers and they have the simplest things on there. I saw some food girl yesterday on Instagram. Her videos weren't slick. They had like no was production. She yeah. She wasn't overly attractive. But they were all like one minute long. That she had three million. I don't I, Unless you get on it first, maybe that's part yeah. of it. You get in first in anything. Yes. You're going right to the top of the list. Right. They say that about the social media. It's like when a new social yeah. media comes Jump out. Jump on it. If you get on it first. And early, the our early adopters are looking to follow people, yeah. and there's not that many people on there. Right. And then all of a sudden... You explode. You explode. As opposed to just doing nothing. Correct. And not exploding. Yeah. Now, we did touch on the story this morning. I was hoping to get a little more details. You had went to the Home Depot yesterday. You uh, attempted to move big cement... 24-inch by 24-inch paver stone. Cement paver stones. Heavy as hell. You were going to get them, and you were going to lay them down yourself. Yes. And you were picking them up in the Home Depot and putting them in the carriage. Correct. So then you could then bring them to checkout. Correct. I'm still a little confused as to how you... Avoided it? How you almost hit your... Yeah. You almost took your penis off, and then how you avoided it. Because... So you're wearing gym shorts, you were saying? Like a a loose... Correct. And so I'm holding it here. under it? Boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay. So I'm holding it here. Okay. And I had to bend at the knees. Right, because they say so use could, your legs to correct. lift. So I could get up and lift. Okay, so the big then, the big thing is just above your penis? Yes. Okay. And then rest it on the side of the carriage. Okay. And then the go into end, the carriage. Towards the lower end. Okay. And I, as I went up and came down... Oh. It wasn't it wasn't flat to the carriage because then I would have had a major problem. The left side of the paver was up in the air and the right side was hit the carriage. I got pinched. So you're saying because you, you had I put it flat down. I get it. I might still be hospitalized. Wow. Yeah. And it was so quick the way it happened because it's it's heavy. So I'm trying to just lunge and get get the, the stone on top of it, and then I can slowly put it down. Because I don't want to chip it either. It's a brand new paver stone. Right. And it pinched. If it was, if I laid that thing flat on the edge of the cart, it might have been a guillotine. Right, you could have, <laughs> oh my God, imagine no. you're working at Home Depot and somebody no. chops their penis off by and this accident. Was, this was literally 24 hours after I almost broke my finger. When Matthew the, dropped it on my finger. On the same paver stones. Yeah. Yeah. Did you successfully put them in or not yet? Yeah, it's like a weekend job. No, I got eight of the ten, and I got to get two more today. Okay. Yeah. So where did it pinch you? Like what part of the penis or balls? The top part. The head? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the side of it. Wow. But literally just a tiny little clip, which still hurt like hell. And you weren't and bleeding? And tiny little mark, but nothing. Were you nothing. bleeding at all? No. No, but it it was, you could tell something a little tiny. Ooh. Yeah. That was a close one. Yeah. That was close. That, and that I remember, like, fear. I put it in the carriage, and I, like, literally stepped back. I'm like, wow. Like, crap can happen. Like, we always talk about from moment to moment, who knows? Right. One I'm minute. I'm just trying to landscape the backyard. Lost penis. <laughs> Right. One minute you have a penis, the next minute you're in Home Depot, it's gone. <laughs> and I'm King Missile. <laughs> and you're King Missile with the detachable. You'd have to pick it up off the ground to get oh, it reattached. God. Like uh, John Wayne Bobbitt had to do when his wife cut his penis off and threw it out the window. Luckily, none of that happened. Yeah. I narrowly avoided it. That is unbelievable. We are good. It reminded me, though, Craig had a story, Craig Carton, afternoon host. Where he got his penis caught and ripped, something having to do with the 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 trunk of a car. What? Yeah, where he got got it caught on the latch. Oh yeah, yeah. 
That sounds horrible. I wish this was one of the days he was popping, bopping around in here. I would call him in here for that. Good grief, dude. Yeah, like actually, he said it was gushing blood. Oh, okay. All right, you know what? Now I feel sick. Yeah. Well, listen, you got to be very careful around that. It is I weird. usually am. It's very weird as animals that that we would have our genitalia on the outside of our bodies. Where do you want it? On the top of your head? <laughs> <laughs> I bang my head all the time. I would not want my penis on the top of my head. But like, inter- like a woman's private parts are internal. Right. Very protective. Mm-hmm. When males get scared, the genitalia pulls up in the body. The balls retract a little bit. Right. Because it doesn't it knows it needs to be protected. Nothing rolled up yesterday on me. <laughs> <laughs> Just a normal day. Mm. Yeah. But again, everything worked out fine. No big deal. No wonder why workers like construction workers wear heavy pants. Yeah. Heavy je- heavy jeans. You gotta be careful. You're literally one misstep away from losing a toe or yeah. you know, God knows what. Right. You, that's why they wear steel tip boots, yeah. right? You don't want to chop a toe off. Yeah. You wear those. T- What's the brand name for uh, the stuff that the guys wear? Oh, outdoors? I know what you're talking about. The clothes. Yeah, Carruthers or I know what you're talking about. I don't. I yeah. don't know off the top of my head. Dickies make some nice stuff. Yes, they do. That's a good one. But there's another one I keep forgetting. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I don't know off the top of my head. They make the nice jackets. You got to be careful. That's why you get a nice truck. It's no joke. Do you think about that? Your mortality when you're driving to and from work every day. Like what? I, th- I think of it while I'm driving. What do you mean? Just, you know, especially. And I know it could happen any time of the day, but when you're driving at three a.m., yes. four a.m., and you're on a road, let's say with oncoming traffic, mm-hmm. and there's just a line between yes. you, there's, there's no barrier. Yes, your your life could end mo- at any moment. That guy could be sleeping, drunk. sleeping, drunk, checking his phone. Yeah, and if they cross over, you're dead. Uh, very likely. I like to think with the seatbelt and the airbag, you've got a chance. Yeah. But very likely it's not going to end well. Or like when you're going through an intersection at that hour. Yeah. You know, especially in New York when, you know, the lights line up. Which I do every day. Yes. And I time them. But as I've told you, I always look to the one-way arrow. And before I, not that I'm stopping, but I always slow down slightly because they do time up. Right. I'm always looking to that street looking for a guy speeding to kind of blow through it. Right. Because that's how my friend almost died. Luckily, 12, 13 years later, he's still with us. But, I mean, he was in a full body cast, for Christ's sake. So I know exactly what you're Car ruined. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I do think, like, I actually think about it while I'm yeah. driving Yeah, in the city. No, the thing I can't get out of my head lately, and probably because it's been 13 years now on this show and in this time slot i can't get out of my head the end of the careers of imus and when it happens to stern and how all of that time and again it's because my baseball thing just ended i'm like wow 13 years here and gone like i'm not going to be head coach ever again like wow right that's over it's over and it's like you're going through this time period where we're doing morning radio in new york city on a gigantic radio station and the end is probably closer than the beginning now, I would think. Oh, for sure. I mean, the end could be today, could be tomorrow, could be next week, could be five years from now. I don't know. But it's like, have we appreciated it? It's 13 more for you than me, 15 years. It's 13 years for me, 13 and a half. Have I appreciated every day? No, I probably haven't. Although I think about it a lot. Yeah, I once heard Jim Norton, the comedian, talk about this. He says that he only appreciates things after they're done. Yeah. Most people. But I think that's fine, like, to be able to look back on those things with, like, wow, I did some some good stuff here. For sure. Or that was, boy, what a run that was. And we're lucky in that a lot of it lives online. Yes. So there, Now it does, right. There is even, and even a lot of the Boomer and Carton stuff is still there. Not as much as the Boomer and Geo because more and more gets recorded and posted right. now. But there's still a lot of Boomer and Carton stuff out there also. Um, but like right now, like when I uh, used to work with Booker on K Rock, yeah, none of that was recorded. I don't. You have nothing. I have a couple things that I recorded myself, right? But I'd have to go find the the sure. CD that it's on wherever at the radio station. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I know exactly what you're, what you're saying. I know. And then there's, but there are also other things like that we do here at WFAN because it's a very topical thing. You wouldn't go like the stuff that's online that gets replayed or are the non-sports probably related mm-hmm. things. Otherwise, like the sports related stuff is newsy and it doesn't. It, it, why would you go it's back here and, today, gone tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you go back and listen to the Yankees, uh, you know, getting shut out? Uh, us talking about it. It was a right. one game in a 162 game season. And then they ripped off five straight wins. So it's useless. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's all very strange. And I also think, too, none of us, uh, maybe you did, I never did until recently really think like this. As my kids are getting older, my parents are getting older, I'm getting older. Right, your coaching career ended, so that was Yeah, that one really has, and I don't mean it to be, like, sad, depressing, and sappy. It's more like, holy crap, like that chapter in my life just closed. Yes. And not to say I couldn't do it again. I could, but I'm not going to have my kids there. That's not the same, you know? And it's weird, too. Like, I'm 48. I think Brandon Tierney's 47. He's just starting with his son, who's seven. You know? So it's like, I'm done. He hasn't even begun yet. Yeah. He's got six, seven, eight years in front of him, you know? Then the next thing that happens is if your kid goes off to school, college. Yeah, it's right now the early returns are he doesn't want to. Or so, moves out. Like, whenever that whenever that yes. part is. I would think, and I don't know. I mean, Matthew's a very responsible, mature kid, kind of very much the way I was. I could see him saying, "I'm making good money. I'm going to move out." I could also see him, kind of good, you know, maybe twenty five, you know, whatever. Yeah, we save mind. up this money so yeah. I can. Hundred percent. I don't think he'll be. A lot of kids stay in their parents' house till they're in their thirties. I don't see that, but I, you know, I don't see him based on conversations we've had. I don't see him wanting to go away to school. I think he wants to commute because he likes his job. He kind of likes where he lives. We we give him all the freedoms in the world. Right. But, yes, the day he walks away and decides to do that, that'll be worse for my wife than me. I mean, I'll be okay with it. I'll feel sad, but, I mean, she'll be a disaster. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It is interesting, like, if a kid wants to stay home, that's nice knowing that, the kid's not looking to get out as far as like run away from us. Right. Yeah. They have a good home life. A hundred percent. And I do think we've provided that for our two boys for sure. So hmm. all right. That was nice. I think it was a nice ending. It sounded, it, sound, nice it sounded sad, but I think it was a nice ending. It's both. Yeah. It's bittersweet. Would you say what's that? Bittersweet. They say, yeah, for sure. It's bittersweet. You want your kids to do great, but you want them around. Yes. You know, and at some point they're not going to be right. So it's all, uh, these life conversations are weird because they're eye-opening. I'll tell you this too, real quick. And this is something we've talked about also. When I was checking out at Home Depot yesterday and realized that my life was okay. (laughs) Uh, um, I got to tell you, being online with people, and I've said this before, and I, I don't mean it for everybody, but clearly there are some people that are not meant to be together for a long time, for a long period of time. There were three other couples online in front of me. Each one of them looked like they wanted to kill. There were one guy was online with his wife. He couldn't open his mouth without her rolling her eyes at him. And it was like, like the woman comes over with the gun to scan the lumber they were buying. And he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Having a good day. And the woman starts rolling her eyes like, oh, you got to talk to everybody. And he's like, yeah, we've got uh, four of these. I told her already. He goes, Okay, I'm just letting her know. She's only going to scan it once and hit four. And then she goes to get the bag, and there was a bag underneath. He goes, there's another one underneath. I told her. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what is your problem? And he looked like, you He's, know what, honey? Right. <laughs> I'm going to go take a walk to keyboard. You go home. Honey, can you hit me with this two-by-four? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> God, dude. Put me then in the my other, misery. Then the people, the people in front of me were fine. Then the people in front of them were arguing over what plants to buy. As if this was a world problem. I, I think Home Depot is a stressful place. I don't know. Although not buying plants. But lumber sounds like it could have been trouble down the road. I guess. You almost lost your penis. I think if you like each other, you're yeah. okay. And if you can't if you've been together too long and you can't stand each other, life blows. Yeah, then everything sucks. Yes. And you see so much of it now. It really is. It's terrible. 
All right. All right. Let's end on that note, Jerry. That was better. Uh, uh, we were doing so good before. <laughs> you're back with Sal tomorrow morning. I'm yes. back with CeeLo. This is what I'm told. Uh, and then the warm-up show that I did with CeeLo is right here. See what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your teams, your station. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't oh. suck. Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here. I'm with CeeLo this morning. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning. I, we should switch shirts. I'm the replacement. Your shirt says the replacement, so That's I probably right. should be wearing that, and you should wear something else. Well, I don't wear pink shirts like you're wearing it's today. It's not I'm pink. Very it's, a, it's like a burnt red kind of. I suppose. It's like a uh, a big red chewing gum yes. colored red. If you don't chew big red, then bleep you. Yeah. There Name, was you big don't know, red. You don't know the movie. I don't know that good. one. Very good. There was big red. There's juicy fruit. Ah, juicy there fruit. was fruit stripe gum, mm-hmm. and then there was double mint spearmint. <laughs> Those were the Wrigley gums. The Wrigley gums. Well, I don't think fruit stripe was Wrigley, but I was going to say Wrigley did all of those gums. They That's a lot a, of gums. They did a lot of the other gums. That's a lot of gum. They were in, <laughs> they, they were really into gum back. I then. checked off two movies and a Seinfeld reference wow. in the first thirty seconds. You are killing it today. <laughs> uh, Jerry will be here at six a.m. He and Sal are hosting this morning. They're replacements for Boomer and Geo. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Now we had a bit of a not a great night of baseball. Do here. we have to talk about that? Yes, because oh, okay. uh, I, I wanted to talk about, well, the Mets one, I just kind of, the Mets one's just right, toss they're, away. They're allowed. You got blown out, just wipe it away, burn the tape, bury yeah. the tape, whatever the football references are, and you move on. You got blowed out, and uh, you come back today. Right. The Yankees is a pattern. It's a problem. The Yankees losing, and the Yankees getting shut out two straight games. Correct. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, what? four since they went. Out on their road trip? Yeah, I wrote down a couple one of items. One in St. Louis, one in Seattle, one in Boston, and last night. Yeah, it says Yankees have lost the 10 of 12, have scored just eight runs in their last six games, and have been shut out three times. It's not what you want. The back-to-back shutouts are the first for since 2016 for mm, the Yankees. That yeah. is four, five, six years ago. Frustrations are mounting, Al. Anthony Rizzo was banging the helmet in the dugout last night. Oh, is that right? Aaron Hicks is scuffling. I'm shocked Aaron Boone did not get ejected last night. I thought for sure that was coming when Rizzo got hit by the pitch and the home plate umpire said, no, 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 you stay right here. You moved your leg into that one. And Rizzo. <laughs> and by the way, what happens if you can't touch the umpire? I guess it's only bump because Rizzo, as he was protesting his case, put his hand on the umpire's shoulder and was like patting him. And I'm like, you can't do that. I guess you can. And Boone comes running out. I thought for sure we were going to get one of those savages in the box moments. Yeah, just you know? to fire up the yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. Frustration. Team's not going well. And I get that he was trying to protect Rizzo because Yankees are banged up right now. They can't afford to lose, especially it was relatively early in the game. Um, but I was a little surprised Boone didn't get himself run there. Thought that was the perfect opportunity for that. Now, the guy who had the worst night of the night is uh, Aaron Hicks. Mm-hmm. That should be Ooh. a shirt. Worst night of the night. Worst night of the night. Or that should be uh, the Yankees' worst night of the night star. Yeah. Every game where they lose, the person who had the worst night of the night. Instead of Susan's star when they win. Yes. Susan's worst night of the night player. player. All right, I'm here with Aaron yeah. Hicks, who's the worst, <laughs> uh, who had the worst night of the night. The guy 
Twice was up with uh, men aboard. Yeah, first and second strikeout. Mm-hmm. Then he makes the misplay on the fly ball in center field, which yeah. led to the first raise run, which was their only run until the ninth needed. inning. Right, exactly. And then he comes up with the bases loaded, and as he said, hit a little cue ball back to the pitcher. Yeah. The old one, two, three double play, Hal. <laughs> and uh, the fans let him have it. There were boos raining down. Yeah. I mean, Boo. I'm sure to an extent that's for Hicks, but I think it's also for the team in general. Oh, right I now. see. They're not hitting. Yeah. They have one run in their last 22 innings. Do you happen to have the Hicks uh, fly ball? I'm sure if you give me a minute, we can uh, pull that up. I just kept hearing the, uh, the Benny Hill music, but then I was like, that's How been old do people times. have to be yeah. to even know what that is? But Dyde's heard that in head. Here you go. Ready? Yeah. 3-1, and it's hit high in the air to deep center. Back goes Hicks on the track, and he misses the ball. He misses the ball right at the Monument Park wall, and all the way to third goes Peralta. And he's running around out there. By the way, something must have been going on in center field uh, yesterday at Yankee Stadium because even uh, one of the Rays, uh, whoever's playing center field for the Rays, May have even been the last out of the game. It was one of those things where the fly ball, the guy got spun all around too. I mean, he caught it. That wind was swirling last uh, something night. Something was Bronx. going on. Hmm. Well, well, he they, caught it. Nick's did not. <laughs> they said the wind was swirling uh, in Atlanta also because uh, they had the weather situation, the rain delay. Yeah, they got a uh, they had a fifty five minute rain delay, mm-hmm. and then uh, so f- a fella on the Mets, a con, a fella, con- uh, another fella on the Mets. Oh. <laughs> You want to you want to go ahead and effort that name for us? Yeah, I will do that. Uh, <laughs> Let me find that on my show sheet here. Stand by. Where did I put that on my show? I can help sheet? you out if you'd like. Who was it? Mark Canna. There you go. Boy. Also had a problem out in <laughs> left field. The guy, you know, they the guy out there. They say it was right <laughs> around the same time as the Aaron Hicks situation. Yeah. Yep. Like if you flipped over to one and flipped over to the other, you just kept seeing guys. Or if you had the split screen, maybe it happened. You almost sync it up at the same time. <sighs> Chaos out there in the outfield. What a disaster for the baseball team yesterday. Yeah, but like you said, the Met when I throw that right, right. Up. But they Don't also Carrasco leaves the game early. Side tightness. Luis Guillorme is out a month with a groin injury. Uh, whatever. To- what else? Tomas Nito did not uh, travel to Atlanta. He's got, I think, an illness or personal situation. And the Yankee side, DJ LeMay, was out of the lineup again last night. So, I mean, not a lot to grab hold of on a Monday. I not still, how you want to start the week. I know this comes up every time there's a groin injury. I still don't know what that means. Like, where? what is considered the groin? Is it your <laughs> testicles or no, it's not? No. It's not. So can I mean, women, could you have a test a testicular injury? Of course you could. Yes. But can women have a groin issue? I don't see why not. Well, I, they don't have groins, do they? Sure they do. What is there's Google. muscles in there, dude. All right. Well, let me just ask Google I, this you know question. What? I shouldn't can speak out of I don't know if that's true or not. Get a uh, but groin there are injury. muscles in that in like right now there's women in their cars going, yeah. I have a groin. That's injury. right. Yeah. Do yeah. women have groins? <laughs> okay, here we go. Usually groin pain is related to an injury. <laughs> However, other things can cause groin pain in women. Yeah. How about that? Well, think about it, Al. Like, I'm could you see a pulled out. groin so, Al, on we, a nude man? We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I'll see Google no. that next. So we have, we, you know, most of us have two legs, obviously. Yes. That come together in the groin area. Okay. We'll call it the V-shape area, right? All right. Okay. You, say so. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but like, so the joint where my leg meets, I guess, what would be the hip or the pelvis? The socket that it goes in? But there's, there's, there's muscles in there. Okay. That's a groin. So you could strain a groin muscle if you, you know... It says a, a bend feet. the wrong way or stretch. A male much. injection for the groin. <laughs> it says uh, a female groin pain can come from appendicitis, ovarian cysts, or even cancer. Okay, Th- those are more Ooh. extreme things. But an athlete out there playing. So in this case, who, do, who were we just talking about with the groin? Oh, right, Luis Guillorme. Luis Guillorme. So he's running the bases. It, it's he's you know he's what are, what were the things you just listed there again? The groins. No, ovarian the, cysts. Yeah, well, okay, for the women, but like. He's running the bases and presumably the same as like a hamstring. He got oh, it caught on me. You know, I tweaked it. 
Same kind of thing. But it's your inner thigh, probably. probably right. Means. But it's, oh yes, but it's considered the groin. I don't know what the actual name for the muscle is in there. He's got to go get himself a groin massage. But Men's yeah. groin protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could see where if you tweaked or pulled one of those, yep. it makes it difficult to run. Yes, it does. You know? And swing a bat and play the field. a little bit. So he's out. Yeah. By the way, the Mets were down uh, thirteen or down twelve nothing when they brought in Darren Ruff to pitch. Yes, and, and he a, had a nice inning. He solid actually, inning. He pitched two innings though. Oh, he did. Yeah, two, is that two, right? Two scoreless on fourteen pitches. Well, if it Very wasn't pitch efficient, as Aaron Boone would say, if, I thought if, Ruff was really pitch efficient last night. If it wasn't for that rain <laughs> delay, I'd have seen the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? See I do one? understand, but the box you could read the box score. Yeah, I could have looked right. at that. Yeah, uh, but I did read. I read a recap in the. Said pitch day. This is the way. It, this is the way the recap said it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. First mm-hmm. baseman Darren Ruff pitched a perfect inning for the Mets. Right. Well, perhaps the first inning was perfect, and the second inning he might have put a base runner on. But well, they should have said Darren Ruff complete. pitched two great innings. One of them a perfect inning. Well, you can. Who wrote that? I'm going to go find editor. them. Should be an editor. It's probably they're, they're rushing to get the the story done. Uh, the the game. Now they game said late. that. Uh, Carlos yeah, Carrasco. He gave up a hit in the second inning. You gave up a hit. Yeah. They say Carlos Carrasco. They were sort of blaming. Um, Who's they? The people. Okay. They were sort of blaming uh, the, uh, the manager there, oh. Buck Showalter, for bringing him back after the rain delay. Right. Fifty-five minute delay. Yeah. Buck said, "Ah, no, he pitched an inning in the cage underneath to stay loose." Right. And it was actually the final pitch of. That inning when they resumed, now it wasn't like he felt it right away. He claims that on the final pitch he threw, he felt a little tightness, and they just wanted, they decided let's be cautious and be careful and not push it any further. I never liked the idea that they don't bring the pitcher back out after a rain delay because there are you have some big innings. Never do it. They just did it last night for the Mets. But I'm saying it doesn't happen very often, and then as soon as depends the guy gets hurt, it depends they on go, how long the delay is. Oh, well, the, he did it because he was waiting 55 minutes. Meanwhile, yeah. if I forget who was pitching for the Mets a week or so ago, when I was on vacation, I was watching a lot of the Mets games all the way through. That's right, and <laughs> I forget who was pitching. It was either, I think it may have even been um, the stud pitcher, Max Scherzer. The, the Mets had like a long killer inning. Yeah. He's he there. came back out there. Right. Well, what's yeah, sometimes the difference it can the... be 30 to 40 minutes. Yes. Well, and that's what, what you want because you? you're getting run support. Yeah. Then you come out there, you're probably a little more relaxed. Run like, support. oh, I got a couple yes. of slow run support out here. Run support something the Yankee pitchers don't know anything about right now. No, they don't. Garrett Cole in his last two outings has pitched 13 innings, given up one run, and received zero runs of offense. <laughs> He's getting the Jacob deGrom treatment. That's right. Welcome to New York. Now that Jordan Garrett. Montgomery's gone, he used to always be a, the king of not getting any run support. He's gone, so now Garrett Cole's the guy. Yeah. Boy, he threw a pitch to G-Man Choi yesterday that the, I think it hit the glove before he decided to swing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, G-Man Choi has some tremendous career numbers against Garrett Cole. Yes. Not so much in that at bat. And he's one of but my... But in his career, he's uh, he's owned him a bit. He's one of my favorite thick players. Thick. I got a list of thick players. He's on the all-thick all thick team. Al's all-thick team. Mm. We got one on the Mets, Vogelbach. Oh, yeah. Back. He's on the... Back. Yeah. Bach. My the, back. Now the announcers have come around now. If you notice, Gary and Howie now have corrected it to back. Oh, is that Bach. right? Yeah. And how about this? This uh, Contreras on the uh, Braves mm. uses the Narcos music. You aware of this? Yeah, but all the time or just last night? I think he uses it all the time. Does he? See, I got a notification that said that Braves were trolling the Mets and Edwin Diaz. Now, maybe that was uh, a jump to conclusion. It's a jump to conclusions, man. There you go. Another movie reference for you. I'm glad you knew that one. I know that one, yeah. I'm glad you knew that one. Let's see here. If if Google would open, that would be helpful. Yeah. So they say that he uh, uses it. He uses it. Yeah, he uses Narcos. Is it when he, true that if you bat, don't use it, you lose it? You lose it. He uses it as his <laughs> at-bat music. All the time? Yeah. And then All the time? He smacked a home run yesterday with the it. The Braves played Edwin Diaz's Narcos walkout song after William Contreras hit a home run. So you're incorrect again. <laughs> Show prep not so great this morning, Al. <laughs> oh, yeah, he uses jerks. it as his walk-up music. By the way. Bang, after the home run. <laughs> by the way, what balls on them? What, how far out of first place are they? 
uh, five games on the loss side now after yeah. last night's win? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've got another three games in this series. Okay. You know, so. Well, let's maybe, maybe. They're feeling themselves. They are the defending world champions, Al. Let's, let's not forget. I guess. Okay. I do. I do like the. Oh yeah, uses it all the time. All the time. Maybe he's gonna start using it all the time. Maybe he only uses it all the time against the Mets. Oh god. Whatever it is. Oh wait a second now. Interesting. So I guess you weren't totally wrong. Oh thank you. Keith lost his train of thought once he heard William Contreras walking up to Narcos. Huh. Mm What says Narco? It's Nar. I thought it was Narcos. No, that's the show. Narco. Sorry. Narco. Jeez. By the way, those fellas uh, in that band. The creator's blaster jacks. I saw a video of one of the dudes, like in a Uber or something. It was a video of him watching a video of Diaz coming out to their song, and he was all pumped up about it. A video of a video. Yeah. Uh, they hope to uh, get paperwork done to get visas to travel here from the Netherlands, where they are. They want to come perform Narcos. That'd be awesome. Uh, live. Narco. Narco. Yeah, I don't know why I keep saying Narcos. That was a Narco, show. Narcos. All right, so to be fair... I don't want to, you know, I don't want to uh, blast you when it's not not correct. Thank you. So I guess he, like you said, he's used it as his walk up song all season. But then I guess they played it again after he hit the home run. Yes. Let's see here, Eddie. Uh, is my pot up? Um, why wouldn't it be right? Let me see what happens. See it's two balls and a strike. Braves TV. Here. Swing, fly ball, hammered center. Nemo going back. Goodbye. One nothing. And then bring it back. They run it back. You can hear it in the back. Buck's picking a scab off his hand. Here. <laughs> All right, so walk-up song, and I guess when he goes deep, they they pipe it back in. Or maybe right. they just did that. They pipe it back in on right. This that that's what we need to know. Occasion. Do they normally replay it when right. he hits a home run, or is that just for the Mets? Huh. Ever since the the Braves are no longer on TBS, the Superstation, I don't see their games as much. Superstation. You don't have TBS anymore. No, I do. They're just not on TV. Oh, anymore. right. Yes. They're one of the Bally sports yeah. teams. Now. Yeah. Back when they were on free TV. Sure. That's why a lot of people watched a yeah. lot of the Braves growing up. Oh, The Cubs as well. Yes. What was that? Uh, WGN? Superstations. Yeah. But the Bra- I didn't get as many Cubs games. Like, we didn't really. Yeah, I feel like I always had the Cubs growing yeah, up. Yeah. We didn't, uh, like, suburban cable vision, which I had in mm-hmm. New Jersey, Colonia. We didn't always have WGN. We yeah, always see, had TBS. I'm thinking that was probably my Virginia days. Yeah. That was the difference. TBS was so awesome. They had the Braves when they had Dale Murphy, Bob Horner, Chris Chambers. Well, they had them all the way through the 90s Braves with Pascual Maddox. Perez. Oh, I'm sorry. You just want to name 80s baseball players. I did. Sorry. I didn't know that. I didn't know they, they had them all through the 90s as well. I think so. I mean, I, I remember having them on. I, I can't tell you what year it ended, but when they were in their heyday with Bobby Cox and Andrew Jones and... Maddox and Glavin and Steve Avery and all those guys. Back when Chipper baseball. Jones. Well, back when baseball was free, CeeLo. That's right. It's still free on the Odyssey app. Walk-up song, and they play it after every home run. So there you go. All right. You know what else was great on TBS? So I apologize to you. World Championship Wrestling from Georgia. Yeah, see that? I can't help you with that. Oh, that was so good. No. That would be on Saturday nights. I, I don't. The, the wrestling, the pro wrestling stuff, I just don't. This don't, was awesome. I don't get it. No, I mean, I was a little kid. I loved the World Championship Wrestling from Georgia. Why With from Gordon Georgia? Because it, it seemed a little more um, low, low budget compared okay. to what WWF at the time was doing. So it was kind of cool. And then you'd see guys that didn't. Wrestle in WWF. So you saw Ric Flair. This is like the minor leagues of wrestling? But it wasn't minor leagues. It was oh. different territories. Oh, okay. Before Vince McMahon bought them all. Different territories. Yeah, so like in in WWF was only up here in the Northeast. Like they were incapable of traveling? They just didn't. It was okay. understood in the wrestling business. <laughs> understood. You, Got it. You, you stay where you're at. the Texas territory. <laughs> you had, yeah, and then all of a sudden. Vince McMahon bought them all up. <laughs> Got it. The Louisiana Purchase for Vince McMahon. Yeah. He needed I was a... an American Gladiators guy as a kid. Oh, yeah, I did not. Which was on USA, maybe? Probably. I don't remember. Wasn't the superstation of TBS. I guess not. They were running the best stuff ever. Let's take a break here, CeeLo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jerry and uh, Sal will be here at uh, 6 a.m. Uh, we'll be back. I've got some football stuff. I've got some basketball things. The i got a golf-related thing. Oh, golf. You're mixing a little golf in today. i got a golf uh, thing. Does it actually pertain to something that happened on the course? No. No, of course not.
And uh, Jeff Passon's wife calling in the P word. That's an interesting <laughs> one. All coming up next. Getting heavy up in here on the warm-up program. I have some Metallica coming in this morning. What'd you play? You heard it on the radio or you played it no, yourself? No, it came up on my iTunes shuffle. What Suicide song? and Redemption, which is all instrumental. Oh. I don't go for instrumental. It's Metallica, though. I mean, I they're know. kind of all about the instrumental. Yeah, like even all these songs yeah. take forever to get to the yeah. vocals. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that he can't sing either. I mean... Oh, it's a he different can sing. style. Yeah. I did see uh, James Hetfield, the uh, lead singer, is getting a divorce after oh. uh, two decades of marriage. Sorry to hear that. Very sorry to hear that. As Jerry would tell you, 50 50 shot. Yep. You got to You suck. Get, Get out. out. <laughs> One of them said to the other, I don't know who threw who out, but uh, things are not going well. So it wasn't in the, mutual. In the James Hetfield household. Ah. Uh. Uh, so we got the Yankees uh, lost again, didn't score any runs for the second straight game. The Mets the, scored one. The Mets scored one run and got blown out 13-1, but we're going to throw that away. Sure. And uh, they'll both get back at it tonight. Same time, same stations. Uh, Rays Yankees 705, Mets Braves 720. Hopefully minus the rain delay tonight in Cumberland, Georgia. Yes. Now you mentioned also WOR used to be a super station in some parts of the country. Yes. Um, I, a gentleman uh, that follows me on Twitter who I've exchanged changed uh tweets with over the years he said that uh they had a superstation in the 80s and the 90s and that's how he became a Mets fan yeah. in the early 80s in Alaska wow how about that how about that when from I was, one coast to the northwest coast of Alaska when I was on a I went to Alaska on a uh, cruise how I, was that it was good I my parents I liked it did something similar, or no, my in-laws. Yeah. And I saw some of the pictures. And, and then we, cool. we got out and we're walking around in Alaska, and then we went for breakfast in town, not the touristy part of town, like the locals part of oh. town. And they had CBS Sports Network on. It was so <laughs> weird. I felt like I was in the middle of nowhere. I was just going to ask, as you're walking around like a down, not downtown, but in the inner part of, like, did, did you, did it feel like, hey, I'm in a really remote area, like yeah. I'm nowhere near. Was it Kitschka? That I don't know. Catch can. <laughs> I don't know. Seward. Not sure. All like, if, like when... if you dropped me there out of a plane or whatever, yeah, you know, you, know you just you're kind of parachuted in. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like the United States at all. Well, it does, but it's you know, there's 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 lower clouds. There's just like there's a, you have this idea that a moose might walk by you. Okay. And now, what month was this? You were there. Mm, some in the summer, like the, August. The towns are like you know three blocks long, and then there's just forest. <laughs> yeah, and then another town appears. Yeah, somewhere along the coast. Yeah. Somewhere along the coast. Yeah, I now, enjoyed it. Were you in the area or there at the time of the year where it's light out like all the time? Isn't isn't that a thing up there? Yeah, that I don't know. I don't Eddie even would, remember. Eddie would probably know more yeah. about that. Yeah, it's you're not as far up, but yeah, it's light late. Okay, but it isn't there light, isn't light. there an area where it's light like well, land of the midnight sun? Yeah, basically all like twenty four. Well, hours. yeah, even in like when you get close to the solstice, I think they play a midnight baseball game in Anchorage. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I don't think I'd like in a you would no. being in a place where it gets dark a lot for a part of the year and then it's all light. That's weird. Okay, all those weird wild stuff. <laughs> Kevin Durant shot down a report that suggested that he might quit slash retire. Uh, yeah. Instead of playing with the Nets, I've had I, hate I, I, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I you know what I I shouldn't say this because of the business we're in, but. I've had about enough of the Durant story. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I mean enough already. Let's let's figure it out. I understand the season's still, you know, a couple months away, but like this is just painful at this point. People are just throwing darts now, grasping at straws, making stuff up. I don't buy that for a second. The thing I don't like and I've seen this uh, happening in all of uh, sports with all of the players. I don't care for this casual cursing now <laughs> to re- like as quotes. I just don't care for it. It's like he said uh, on Twitter, though, yeah. I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Then he used the S word. Yeah, is comical at this point. That S word. I just don't like it's. It's low class when people curse. Is that I right? Think. Yeah, I don't oh, care. I better for watch it. myself around you. No, no. I mean, like for athletes <laughs> that are talking to the media. But he's not. Is but he. But, I mean, he kind of is. This was a tweet, was it not? I guess. He's not but, meeting the media but, yesterday. But it happened, Jerry and you and Jerry yeah, play a, cuts. This is a tweet. But you guys play cuts all the time after games. 
NFL, all the time. NBA, and guys just like eh, curse. It's here or there. I don't like it. I wouldn't say it's mainstream just yet. It's getting there. All right. This was a tweet. And I don't care for it. This was a tweet, and he did not do the, like, you know, asterisk he to didn't. cover he up one of the it letters. Up. It's just straight up there. No, yeah, no we don't care. We have no class anymore. We just curse whenever we want. <laughs> just don't care for it. Oh, Al. Reports uh, from Giants camp, CeeLo, say the defense is so dominant over that terrible Giants offense. Yeah, well, they chart all the statistics in practice. That they've been, the defense is chirping. Chirp, 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 now, chirp. I wonder, the I wonder where Sheila. that comes from. Well, where the chirping comes from, where well, are like the reports. Who, well, yeah, I wonder who. Like, well, the reporters hear it. No, they, they, no even, they don't. They don't hear it. You know why? Because the locker room is closed usually during training camp. They have they, no, no. They're chirping on the field. Oh, on the field. Okay. And then the chirping continues in the locker oh, okay, room. I got and it. Someone so asked they're... one of the Giants defenders, and they said something to the effect of, "We're trying to light a spark under these but guys." W- now, butts. was that? See, I did not read the quotes of that story. Hopefully, you did, not just the headline. I know. I read it. I so definitely was read it, quotes. What, now, was this a situation where the defender was it a named defender or just was it one of these one member of the Giants defense? I think told, it was a named told the, the New York Post or whoever. It was the New York yeah, Post. Of course it was. I love the New York Post. Yes. Uh, I will find that. You know, I knew that because I that's where be- your Jeff Passan story came from. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my Jeff Passan story came from awful announcing, which came from the via Post. the New York Post. Got yeah. it. I want to get this. Uh, I want to get this for you correctly. Uh, that's all right. You don't have to give me the player. I, my point is, I did, I was wondering if I'm it was one of these, you. you know, oh, ho- heard from an unnamed player because they didn't want to, you know, put their name on it. Type S- deal. Safety Julian Love. Okay. On the field, off the field, into the locker room. Yeah, we're going to be chirping a little bit, just hoping for a response. So that's uh, not good. Oh uh, well, he. I mean, you know what? I respect the fact that a he put his name on it. Yeah, and B, put your name on and it. And B, it sounds like they're not. You know, they're not trying to be like disrespectful or belittle the offense. They're trying to get stir up some competition. Yeah, but I'm good with that. You reading into that quote? In other words, like yeah, the offense stinks right looks now. Dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. I would say in these training camp practices, usually the defense is ahead of the offense. That's generally the way it works, especially a lot of these practices where they're not using pads. So it's a bit of a it's a little bit of a different situation. Plus for the Giants, I mean I get it. They have new coordinators on both sides of the ball. It's a new offense and a new defense. But I feel like defensively it's a little easier. You know, Wink Martindale's a veteran defensive coordinator. Um, whereas Daniel Jones is now learning what is this, his third offense in four years? Sometimes that stuff can take a little bit longer. Plus, they've got a couple of, you know, Sterling Shepard's still out. Kadarius Tony's been in and out. Um, so, I mean, listen, I'm not making excuses. It's just it doesn't surprise me. Like, if you told, if you asked me, hey, which which unit at Giants practice has been, had the upper hand? I mean, we all, would, of course, would answer defense. <laughs> yes. And by the would. way, that's for the most part has been the case at Jet Camp as well, even before Zach Wilson got hurt. Most days, the defense was winning and dominating. So, I wonder what goes on at like Chiefs camp. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I mean, maybe they're I, all I know is Mahomes played a couple series over the weekend and was like six out of seven for eighty yards and a touchdown. So he seems like he's ready to go. You ever put an NFL helmet on? Um, like these I might have. I might have at one point. Yeah. When you put a helmet on, yeah, and then you realize. You think how are guys even seeing the ball in their peripheral or running vision? as fast as they are? <laughs> yeah, and and having to catch and a there's ball. There's a weight to it. There is a weight to it, yeah. and we don't even have shoulder pads right. on yet. I don't know how. It's weird. Like when you're playing around catching a football in your shorts and t-shirt with nothing else, like mm-hmm. that is a whole different well, thing. That's why the coaches always say that. You know, and they oh they get all excited about a receiver or a running back or something. You know, like, well, yeah, it looks good in shorts and a T-shirt. Let's just wait and <laughs> right. see. Put that helmet on. Yeah. Well, they they wear the helmets, but yeah. But I'm saying, like, mini camp and OTAs is just the helmet. They're literally out there yeah. in shorts and, like, a shell of a jersey. There's no pads or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I've seen, I keep seeing footage. Uh, CBS Sports Network during the show always has footage whenever Lamar Jackson's name comes up mm-hmm. of him in the helmet only. And then all, you know, everything else is like a tank top yeah. or whatever. yeah. But I don't know. I I wonder how long that takes getting used to. I mean, the helmet. These guys done. Yeah. Once you get to the NFL, you've been doing it for a while. I imagine you're pretty, pretty comfortable with it. 
I would love to see a guy after the game go, yeah, I lost the helmet. I couldn't see the ball. It happens. But you can't sometimes. use that as, as an excuse. Well, I lost it in the lights. Well, the helmet yeah. really threw me off. <laughs> well, let's take a break, Steve. Let me see what I have. I still have that golf thing for you. I can't wait to hear you break down the golf situation. I have the Jeff Passon story. I have a are you interested segment where I say are you interested and then I throw you something at topic. you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's do that. It's like a spinoff of cool games. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Which is coming back in Very the fall. Soon. Yeah. The people demand it. Post-Labor uh, Day. Post-Labor Day. And then Jerry and Salicata at 6. Thanks you love one of those runs from that promo. Yeah, they'd sign for one now, wouldn't they? Yeah. The warm-up show is here until uh, 6 o'clock. Then Jerry and Sal take over. CeeLo is wearing a uh, Jets helmet. Very comfortable. To see how it, how's your peripheral vision? Not bad. If I was coming up from the side to like uh, tackle you, would you see me? Uh, possibly, not. possibly. Blind side, maybe not. Blind side, oh, yeah. Get blindsided. I mean, that's why it's called the blind side. Whether you had a helmet on or not, unless you got eyes in the back of your head, can't see. Some guys uh, like I trust I, your left tackle. Yeah, I feel like if I was a quarterback, I'd have that instinctual feeling that yeah. someone was because I have it out yeah, in the okay. streets in New York. I. Have an instinctual feeling sometimes when someone's near who, yeah. you know, in the three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Head on a swivel. Head on a swivel. Ready is to correct. evade at any point. Okay. This is a segment we call, are you interested in watching this? Okay. Now, I did ask Jerry Recco this last week. He was not interested. This exact show or Yeah, t- but it comes out today, topic. so I'm bringing it oh, up again I, okay. today. I know where you're at. Uh, Jerry's got no interest in this. I have a lot of interest in Yes. It. Uh, Netflix has a series called Untold, and it's uh, sports stories. They have one coming out today, Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist, mm-hmm. about Manti Teo. Yes. Now, Manti Teo sits down for this uh, documentary, as does the man who pretended to be his girlfriend. It was a man, okay. It was a man who pretended to be yeah. his girlfriend. Catfish. 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 This man is now a woman. Okay. And she also sits down to tell the story. For the first time, I would think, right? For the first time ever. Mm -hmm. Now, they do not sit down together and tell the story. They are never in the same room. They were shot at different times. Kind of like Jeter and A-Rod. Correct. In the documentary. In the documentary. Are you interested in watching this two-part documentary? Yes, I'm interested. I don't know that I will tune in tonight. Right, but I might set the little DVR situation. Well, DVR, it's on Netflix. You just oh uh, right, you said Netflix. Just I add it to your queue. Correct. Yes, I will add it to my list, my queue. And on a night where the wife passes out early and there's no you know games I need to watch, fire that up. Check it out. I remember when this was happening. When you know, I, I was uh, listening to Jim Rome when he called in and was telling his story about how his mom passed away and then how his girlfriend passed away. And it was unbelievable. It was a very powerful interview. You were listening to Jim Rome. Yeah, I was listening to Jim. Which was, this had to have been pre-CBS Sports Radio, I would think, right? Um, Maybe not. No? It was I don't right know in this, that. Right, yeah, it was right in that. I think that. the network started in 2013. I, I guess that's when this was leading up to the draft, right? Uh, Yes, it was leading up to the draft. It was either his tail end at Premiere or his beginning at CBS Sports Network. Uh-huh. But I remember it was, I was listening to the podcast. Gotcha. Uh, back then, you had to pay for the Jim Rome podcast. Oh, can't believe you would do such a thing. I know, and I did. It's huh. unbelievable. Um, but he was on. He was like crying, and this was before we knew it was a catfish. And before he knew it was a catfish. And before he knew it was yeah. a catfish. Yeah, catfish. It was a very, <laughs> it was a, it's a very in, in, intriguing, interesting story. So I'm very excited to watch this one. I'm trying to remember the timeline. I the I, timeline on yeah, it. Yeah, I I I mean. I think it started to impact him before the end of the Notre Dame season, if I recall correctly. Well, yeah, but well, he he took inspiration from the death of his fake girlfriend, yeah. to step his game up in those final right. games at Notre, Notre Dame, Dame. Yeah. where he he had a, a better games. But than then usual. I think the 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 story being you know being exposed that the girlfriend was fake was i believe after if i if i were 
well, you know what? We'll watch the documentary. We'll fake, 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 right, fake, fake, right. fake. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm oh, watching man. that 100%. Yeah, I'm interested. Did you see a man here on Long Island? Uh, I saw this video. Man wrestles shark on Smith Point Beach on sharks fire, on Fire Island. Dude, how many? I feel like every day there have been shark like encounters or sightings on Long Island. Well, I guess this is what this guy was doing, like trying to be a hero and take the shark. He tried to pull the shark out of the water. Yeah, I mean, they legit. I saw one a picture a couple of weeks ago of like legit, like a, a, I think it was maybe it wasn't a great white or a baby great white that just like washed up on shore. And it was just sitting there with the eyes open and the fangs. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. The ocean is very mysterious. So this guy went in looking for trouble. He, like saw, the, he saw the shark was close by the shore. Okay. He went in and grabbed it by the tail. Why? And to, to be a hero, I think. I, was the shark, like, circling near? How is that a hero? You, what The sharks live in the ocean. Sharks. Yeah, he's a hero because, like, hey. I probably I pulled this shark right out of the water near near the shore. And then where, what did they do? They that's it. It died. They they kept it out of the water. Well, whoever shot this video didn't do, didn't yeah, do a great well. job. I mean, it's a great video, but it ends as with him dragging this shark through the sand. I gotta sharks. go see this video now. Shark sharks have two penises. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I it must be. I, I must have read that, <laughs> that somewhere. Mean that's true. <laughs> where where do I find this? This is on Twitter. New York Post. But when you went to the embedded link, was it Twitter? Was it TikTok? Uh, was it Instagram? No, I, I used this. Uh, There's actually a really cool uh, news feed app called Feedly. Okay. And it aggregates uh, all the Ag- the things that I like, and the New York Post is in there. So it was uh, in there somewhere. That's right. All right. The Daily Mail's got it as well. Okay. Now, wh- still, still photos. While you're watching that man pull a shark out of... Uh, Fire Island, <laughs> the Jeff Passon story, which I saw an awful announcing, but came via an interview with the New York Post. He says that his wife... Big wo- ears. <laughs> <laughs> he said that his wife once told him to, uh, quote, stop being a P-word. P-word. Now, are you mad at her for curse? That's kind of a curse. It's a crude word. But she didn't say it to the... She said she it to her husband. Publicly. He's revealing it. He's revealing it. Mm-hmm. And he said he wanted to he wanted to be a news breaker, and she said, "Well, why don't you go break some news then?" And he right. goes, "I think it's hard." Yeah, stop talking about it. Go do and it. And she goes, "Stop being a p word, and start breaking news." Boomer would have loved that one. Yeah, so emasculating that she runs that household. Yeah, uh, listen, I- you Gen Z. P- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I give her credit. Let's see if we can get a photo of the two of them together. Now, I'd love to know, and I'm sure you don't. You're doing a lot of Googling today, uh, yeah, pulling yeah. sharks out of the water. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was it's one of those days. It was like right along, right on the shore there. Yeah, it was right on the shore, it but it was a good size shark. Yeah, it was decent. It wasn't size. a little sand shark. Decent size. Sharks. Sharks. Now, what I'd like to know is, and you probably don't know the answer to this, as I really put you on the spot again. Why is the New York Post interviewing Jeff Passan? It's for their like media, one oh, of their so media Andrew columns. Marchand's Not situation? Andrew Marshall, no. the other guy, the other Brian Gugerspiegel, oh. or something like that. <laughs> you want to try that again? <laughs> no, Gugerspiegel. Yeah, they do. You know, they do like uh, yeah, profiles. Yeah. All right, and they're profiling Jeff Passan. Huh? Didn't Craig and Jeff Passan have a? They did a situation. Yes. In fact, as I googled Jeff Passan wife, in the images is a side by side of Craig and Passan. Did you find they Jeff Passan's wife? Um, it looks like an old picture of them where he looked really young. They're, I do love looking posing to, on the beach to see what people's wives look like, husbands and wives. Right, it goes both it goes both so, ways. Yeah, it's twenty twenty two, CeeLo. It goes both it, ways. You follow? Have, I only found just the one photo. Maybe it looks like maybe an engagement picture or something. Major League Baseball, All right, moving right, put out its preliminary postseason schedule yesterday. And as exp- as Eddie was discussing the other day, and wasn't Jerry all over this too? I well, was listening I, to you guys. Was it Friday? I think Friday show. I think. Yeah, but they said that oh, it was nothing official. That's right. what Boomer was uh, saying. Oh, it's oh, not right, official. No, not Boomer, official. Boomer had a tip from somebody. Or yes. Something. Oh, for, based on what I've been told, he's but if, always got that. Yeah. If this week. World Series this season goes seven games, the seventh game would be on November fifth. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why we're all that surprised. The season got delayed because of the lockout. So, I mean. 
Oh, is that? Did it get pushed back? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. I mean, we're making, they are making up some of the games. That's why the Yankees played the standalone game in Houston and the doubleheader out of the all-star break. There've been a couple other doubleheaders, but like they were supposed to start the year in Houston and Texas. At least, at least 10 days, right? A week, 10 days. Yeah. So like they tacked on that Ranger series at the end of what was the original regular season. So the end of the regular season spills into the first week of October. And the other time we had November baseball was two other times. Once was, uh, you know, after 9-11. Right. Right. Mr. November. Yankees let the whole city down. They did. And then the other. Mariano Rivera. I forget. (laughs) Was it 2004? 2009. Was there a causality for that? I don't recall the causality. I don't know, but that was the last time the Yankees won the World Series. 2009? Yep. Wow, it's a long time ago. We had yeah. that great remote down, uh, downtown at <laughs> Mudville 9. Mudville did 9, Did my yeah. dad come see you guys that morning? I think he did. I don't did. know. We, got th- we had to leave. He went to the show. That I didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I was here working back in the shop, quote unquote, and he's like, I'm going to go check out the remote because he was still working in Manhattan at the time before he retired. We had to leave because the audience was right up on Jerry. And they wouldn't allow him to do updates without chanting the entire time. That's awesome. And as soon as 6 o'clock hit, the test was fine. When 6 o'clock hit and their phone lines were open, every time somebody called the place, we got knocked off the air. Yeah. (laughs) So we had to get back in the car and head back here. Luckily, it wasn't too far away. And we played a Rosanna Scotto interview that we had done done the day before. (laughs) I'll tell you who must have been just wonderful to be around that morning. Mr. Mark Chernoff. Yeah. What, what are, are we doing? doing? Stop what calling doing the Mudbill Nine. No. <laughs> yeah, back then people used to call to get to, you know, where are you located? Yeah. Now we would just what, go on the internet. What time are you open? What are your hours? Yeah. yeah. Do I have to pay buy a ticket to get in <laughs> on the internet? On the internet. All oh, right. anyway, real quick, yeah. MLB is also not going to compete World Series wise with the NFL on Sunday's smart move. Right. But the other rounds there are. I think. The yeah, not only that, but like the, the NFL's on Monday night, <laughs> Thursday I, night. Yeah, I know. It's, it's insane. It's, by the way, another reason this is spilling over late, also, you have the added, the extra wild card teams that are playing a three-game series instead of just the one game. Or so. Good a couple, point. A couple of factors. All right. And plus, with the weather, and I mean, everything's, it's all pushed back. Winter, I mean, it doesn't really get cold until like mid-December. Now, That's so true. So that'll be fine. All right, let's do Sports Minute. Zach Gelb on Zach the Gelb. Steelers rookie quarterback. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, hi there. Uh, we've got another minute or so here before uh, Jerry and Sal uh, take over at 6. Uh, we were talking about superstations earlier today. Yes. TBS was the superstation, WGN Chicago. We would get the Cubs, the Braves. We found out WOR was on in Alaska in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and in fact, uh, Joe on Twitter says that uh, A-Rod, who grew up, I guess, in Miami, uh, became a Met fan because they right. had WOR. Yes. I got a... Uh, DM from a fellow named Gustavo. Gustavo, sure. He said in Colombia we used to get the 76ers games once a month. Wow. And they all loved Allen Iverson because of it. How about that? How about that? I love the that? random stuff like that. Yeah, we Pretty used cool. to get... I, you know that Bruce Springsteen movie where it was about uh, the, the, this kid in India or wherever he was? He no. uh, became a Bruce Springsteen fan? No. It was a similar thing where... Columbia Records had all these extra cassettes and things, and one of them was Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. They shipped them all to this foreign country, and then all the people there just all of a sudden, yeah. they had these cassettes. They started duplicating them, so everybody knew this one Bruce Springsteen now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Very odd. Did he ever go and play there? Probably the only single to play one song. I don't remember which country it was. Oh, all right. I, I mean, all these guys do I... international shows. Oh, yeah. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.